Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. If I could hook up with anyone after this is all over, it would be Pete Davidson. Who? Who is this? Pete Davidson. He's on Saturday Night Live. SNL, and he just had a hit movie. He's hilarious and handsome. Excuse me while I bring up the Google search, because I don't even, I feel terrible. Maybe I should know this person. How do I not know? Pete Davidson. I feel yes, like such remember a we spoke, I taught you of this past summer about big dick energy. <gasps> BDE. Yeah, I that's had from to, him. Yeah. Yes, that's okay, about him. Got it. Got it. I, know I, just, I just want some of that BDE. I don't want BD. I just want the BDE. <laughs> the BDE. Yeah. It's like, so what you're, what you're trying to say is if they're packing small, as long as you represent BDE, you're good to go for you. <laughs> just a good, a good, a good E. <laughs> Just a good I'm, I'm all about good E. Any good E. Hi, I'm Jen Kirsch, and you're listening to Lockdown Love. It's really interesting and overwhelming to go from not leaving my house at all, not seeing anyone, ordering delivery for everything, to going to seeing friends. It felt wrong. The drinking helped a bit. Like, we were drinking and we were all having fun. We did keep a social distance. And it was it was really weird and it still feels wrong. And this is something that I'm going to have to do work on. My dad came with me. He offered to drive me downtown. I wouldn't have asked. I hate asking people, but I knew I didn't feel comfortable going in an Uber. And that's why I didn't make plans for my birthday. I thought if people want to stop by my backyard throughout the afternoon and evening, do that. But when all my friends were reaching out, like, Jen, come downtown. We could do a picnic. It's fine. It's fine in a park. You're going to be safe. Like, it's all good. After so many friends were like, do it, do it. I was like, oh, okay. My dad offered me a ride. So I felt comfortable. It's not like I was going in another vehicle. I invited him to join me, of course, because we do so much together. Why wouldn't he be a part of it? I want him there. And we had a beautiful afternoon in the park with a lot of friends, drinks galore, all the things. It was super fun. And it was so wonderful to see people in real life. What a concept. So when we recorded this episode of the podcast, it was not a good time for me. This was last week. And, you know, even this episode coming out not on the usual Monday is just a testament to a really emotionally exhausting week that I had. I was in a relationship in my early 20s that was on and off for three years with someone and it was um, an abusive relationship in all facets of the word abusive. And I have 
I did a ton of work in my 20s on trauma and therapy and all of that to learn the tools so I will never put myself in that position again. I forgave the person, not to their face, but in my head and let go. You know, I truly want the best for them. I hope they grew from the experience, but I no longer want that person in my life in any way. Unfortunately, he popped up in my vinyl night on uh, last Monday evening and I felt very triggered and was thrown off for the rest of the week and nothing seemed to have been going my way. A lot of emotions were brought up. I'm sure you could hear it in my voice. And um, I actually ended up working with a spiritual healer doing this, you know, online Zoom session to focus on some past trauma and really let that go and let that out the day before my birthday. So it was a really tough week for me, understatement of the year right now. But luckily, I had two people to help carry it for me. And these are my friends, my dearest friends, Gallant and Justin. Justin is a Southern belle. There's no one who meets him that doesn't fall head over heels in love for him. Gallant makes me so happy. I've written about both of them in the Toronto Star. Gallant keeps me on my toes. He loves a good selfie. He loves a good gossip session. They are so much fun, so uplifting, so positive, but they could also give it to me as is too. You know, they keep things real. Fortunately for me, with ending the week off on Friday on my birthday, And getting to eventually, that day, see my friends for the first time in real life. My God, it was truly what the doctor ordered. And I am so grateful for the timing of how this unfolded. Though it's unfortunate, I I just, it really wrapped up in a way that was so healing for me. So I think with you guys, with it being Pride Month, I want to hear what's going on for, um, you know, you when it comes to men or dating men or what you're looking for if people have reached out to you during lockdown if you've started to see anyone in real life and just have an open conversation about like dating during this time and how our lives are going to change with hanging out with each other and stuff moving forward from here essentially when you are when you're meeting someone that's going to be your other half for me it's it's gotta you would interview them almost like you're hiring them Right. Oh no. <laughs> uh, like I think I that's how I would probably approach it. And the reason why is because instead of like saying, okay, yes, there's a position and these are the requirements for this position, whatever that may be. Instead, you're saying, Hey, this is the biggest like job interview that I'm going to be doing because you need to be my other half. You need to be my significant other. And what that means to me is like maybe I have ideals of who could fill that role, but at the end of the day, it may be someone completely um, out of left field that I wasn't, maybe that was the same height as you, or maybe was not a guitarist, but maybe an accountant or (laughs) something, something along that. So that's when I start thinking about it. So oftentimes it made me really happy to hear that you were kind of branching out or actually being more open, um, because there's so many filters you can use on these dating applications. Yeah. It's crazy. You you can narrow like what you mentioned before, no one below six, two or, or, um, no one below six feet, maybe, is, is what maybe you said earlier. 
you can actually search for this. Now, is yeah, I know. what I was really excited about, especially when you were talking about in the gay community, is just recently, of course, with the Black Lives Matter movement, um, some of those dating applications, they've taken those away. And um, so say, for example, now you can no longer limit your profile restrictions for searching based on ethnicities or other characteristics so that it keeps it a more open platform. And it makes it more welcoming for all. So it doesn't feel like it's being more exclusive. And I thought that that was a great progressive step, especially in the community where we're known for being very inclusive. Um, that is, you know, part of the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, well, yes and no. I mean, yes. And on the surface we are, we, we, you know, we are, you know, as a group in a community embracing all walks, but, um, but I don't know from a from a partnership standpoint and from a you know um, intimate standpoint, you know there it, there's still a lot of racial hangups. I have to say, and that's from my past experience. So you know everyone's sort of looking for that ideal chiseled Caucasian stereotype, typical gay male versus you know some of the those that don't fit into that mold would have a lot more challenges in terms of finding companionship or even hookup, whatever it is. It's just, it, we just have to work that much harder. I, I feel like. In a gay, in a gay world already, you're already exclusive with whom you're going to be able to date. So you already have to go like you're walking down the street. There's a handsome person walking towards you. You're just like, Oh, they're attractive. Then instantly you're just like, are they gay? Are they straight? Are they bi? Are they interested in even dating men? Will they even glance at me? Um, so maybe you have that nice little interlock of like eye connection. <laughs> you do a subtle little grin. Does that get misperceived? Maybe they're just an, an ally, right? At that right. point. Maybe, um, yeah. How so do you know, Jess? How do you know when someone likes you or into you? Like in the gay community, how do you know if someone likes you or they're just being nice? Depends if it's Friday night at, you know, one of the bars mm -hmm. after a few drinks, then you just, you know, you get that vibe and off you go. <laughs> Traditionally, you always want to make sure that, like, you target the people with the U-Haul keychains on their kit because they're ready to move in. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that sometimes, sounds like you know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, sometimes I get confused. Like, not sometimes, most of the time I'm confused uh, as well. And sometimes I just have to, like, point blank and just say, hey, are you... Like, Hey, are you gay? And, you yeah. Know, you, you know, are you, yeah. are you, you know, sensing some chemistry that I am like point blank. Uh, well, Is, and after, obviously after a few cocktails uh, to get that, to get that uh, courage up, that liquid courage. Liquid courage for sure is, is yeah. a good ally. Um, but no, I agree. Just being straight to the point, like just being like, Hey, um, I, I don't know if you're interested. Are you seeing anyone? I kind of just lead with that retrospective of she's like, are you seeing anyone? And then sometimes if I want to be like a little bit more coy about it, I'm just like, well, tell me about your last relationship that you're in. Because then oh, that Oh, a smooth one. There's a reason why you're in sales. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason why I do that is because then it allows them to talk and then they can choose whatever pronoun that they, they want. So I kind mm. of like throw it back to their court, even though I'm asking the question, because I feel that there's a sense of comfortability that you can do with that. It would be, I, I'd have to almost ask you, Jen, like, how do you know if a guy's straight? How do you know if he's gay? How do you know if he's so just being nice? I, yeah, and maybe exactly. this is why I'm best friends with you two. I ask point blank 
And guys who are straight think it's hilarious and flattering that I would even assume they're not straight. And then the guys that are gay, they're like, oh, honey, thank you. But like, please. (laughs) (laughs) One thing I'm learning through this process is maybe be less aggressive (laughs) when um, pursuing gentlemen. I think that I think when I look back at my behaviors, when like we would go out all the time, literally right before, like, because, you know, after my breakup, I didn't start really putting myself back out there again until the new year. And I went through this phase of like just finally being open to meeting people and hooking up and dating again. And that was so fun. And then lockdown happened. So now I'm like, I don't want to fall into those patterns. So I don't think the new me would be that aggressive and be like, are you straight? Are you bi? You two, which I've written about a bunch in the Toronto Star, both of you are sort of my go-tos for events. If it's not one, it's the other or I'm going myself. Like done are the days where I'm bringing a gentleman with me who is going to be unable to read a room. You guys are pros at reading a room and reading people and knowing how to navigate yourselves. But we're all very touchy people and we're all quite forward people. So how does that play out in the gay sphere? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just like myself, really. I I don't really act any, any differently. Well, it depends on what type of, you know, environment I'm in, but like, you know, but, but in a social setting, if it's not a business related scenario, then, you know, it is what it is. But I feel like, you know, when, when, when the lockdown is sort of lifted, you know, it'd be kind of odd because now with all the social distancing and people, right? You know, staying, you know, staying away from each other, like the the whole touching thing could be a very, um, you know, contentious uh, topic or or motion to, to to carry out, right? So you'd be very mindful. It's been incredibly challenging for me. I've I've been back to work just for a couple of days out of the week, and with the relationships that I have, even in at work. For uh, knowing some of those clients that, um, you know, that lots of people use the term, like, I'm a hugger. Like, I love to, like, when I meet you, I'm going to come give you a hug. People use that a lot. I enjoy a great hug from time to time. I know that you guys do as well, especially when, like... There won't, there won't be any, like, huggy, kissy greetings in, 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 the, in the near future, that's for sure. Yeah, I found that that's been just challenging in a normal... Uh, day-to-day activity like i've had to like stop myself from doing a normal handshake with a business transaction um Mm. i think once when we do see this there i do have a bit of this anxiety and and this is something that i've like thought about i've rationalized i see it when i'm at the grocery store i'm making sure that i'm socially distanced what does this mean when it's like a date what does this date look like? And then when does it come into trust levels? So not only did we have these trust levels before where we were like, hey, as far as a companion, are they going to be trustworthy that I can, they're not just playing the field, that they're just like, I'm just not a one night stand or I'm just not like a one date, one fling. But now you're having to know to trust them whether or not you can be in their kind of little COVID circle as of current and what that will look like for the next couple of weeks. So yeah. I think what this COVID do- has really done is put a true testament into trust communication levels because when, if they can't communicate via phone or if they're not a good conversationalist, um, I think you could probably like, especially on our applications, do a FaceTime conversation. You can have so much said in the 15 to 20 minutes, even if you last that long, maybe five, maybe you realize that you've been catfished this entire time. You, I think that that really says, plays a part. 
Speaking about catfish, you had a situation, I wouldn't say it was catfish, but early on, you know, you were talking to someone and you started to get a little bit of feels for them. And then they, they weren't being super, like, what was the issue? They weren't being responsive or like, they weren't like, we didn't know if they were really in it for the right reasons or because they were bored. Yeah. So it was nice just to have these like FaceTime interactions, um, just chat back and forth, get to know each other. This would have been a bomb drop anywhere because come to find out, then they're married. (gasps) I don't recall this. So that was the biggest kind of deal break because it was just like, hey, okay, we've been chatting for a bit now. This was never brought up. We've, you know, chatted for like an hour or so before on the phone, um, kind of doing your basic like intro discovery questions when you're getting to know someone, right? Um, like, what do you do? What are your interests? What's the first thing you're going to do after lockdown? And then that's what proceeded later into some of their conversations was, hey, it looks like some of the bands are lifting. I know per our conversations that you're saying that you haven't been hanging out with anyone. I haven't either. Wouldn't it be fun to do like a social distance hang? Maybe a park somewhere public. We can sit like six feet apart. We can, And then that's where there was this long pause. And like on video call, you really can't hide those facial expressions that give it away. And that's one of my biggest things that I can pick up on. And so I was like, hold on, that seems like there's some other things that are underlying. And it was like, well, I just want to let you know, I have been quarantining with my current partner. I paused because I don't know what response they were looking for. Was I about to be accosted to be part of a thruple? Was I about to be... (laughs) Were you hoping to be? Or did you um, want to be in one? (laughs) (laughs) It's COVID. I would probably take a a kiss on the cheek at this point. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Then I was just like, well, maybe they're having a rough situation. And because of COVID, they've been locked and confined together and they can't find a place. So I said, well, just tell me about that. And they began to elaborate what was going on, explained their their sentiment and their take on it. And they were bored. They were tired of talking to their current partner. They were locked into their small captivity. They're working from home. And I think it was just a welcome distraction at the end of the day. Yeah. But it's interesting that they went, I'm assuming you went on an app for this, right? Like to meet the, the person? Um, oddly enough, it actually happened through Instagram. Uh, it's really interesting with Instagram and really any other app that isn't a specific dating app. Yeah. Because I feel like they are. It was comfortable for me to contact someone on Facebook, which is like a device a lot of our grandparents or older parents use. But for me, it was such an easy thing because you already have access to them. It's not like, oh, I'm here for to get in your pants. It's like, well, I am here to get in your pants, but yeah. I don't look like I'm here to get in your pants. So it's a little more disarmed. <laughs> and so when you say that you met this person on Instagram, someone likes your pictures. That's a form of validation. They're kind of cute, even better. Mm-hmm. Right back and forth, it makes sense because we're in a lockdown. We're looking for some sense of connection. How are you finding that intimacy or that form of validation that we all sort of seek in a more like flirtatious way? Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, 
Coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment? Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Um, well, I mean, for myself, like, you know, I recently just, you know, started, you know, going back on one of these apps just to, like, check it mm. out and, and see what's going on. But, you know, it's, it's also, you know, um, you know, just by, by having the opportunity to, you know, go back out, outdoors and just cruising around and, you know, just seeing well, what, what is, who is out there, what is out there. But, I, but now that, uh, now that uh, Justin has uh, had some good success with Instagram, I'll have to make that work a little bit harder for myself, too. Yeah, maybe you need some good old thirst traps out there. There's no <laughs> shame in I your game, Gally. To. Yeah. It was a nice surprise. It was a welcome (laughs) surprise, too. It was nice. Yeah. (laughs) But also, like, you know, for myself, you know, like, since I'm just slowly easing back into the scene, but also, you know, going back on some of these apps is is really just like the pent-up anticipation of, like, oh, you know, who who is online and, you know, by, you know, send a message, you know, who's going (laughs) to respond back or vice versa type of thing. It's just the anticipation of uh, what uh, what could happen now that the summer's here, and I feel like everyone's a little bit more of a an optimistic, you know, frame of mind type of thing. Well, and it, it also made me question a lot of things too. So, say for example, you do get a message, you do get someone during this time. Where, fortunately, now that the social, like we mentioned, the social parameters are being slightly lifted, but before that they were, and you would get messages from someone that was like maybe eager and wanting to meet up before. What does that say about their values too? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah. So that that really it played a perspective. It made me say, okay, and then what does that mean about my values as well as far as the relationship? Am I willing to sacrifice these different things just for an interaction, which could have been like a one-night stand? Right. Yeah. When my dad asked me when we got the notice that you could have 10 people and he's like, who do you want to be in your bubble? I said, my brother and sister-in-law and their two kids. Justin, Gallant, Jake, and then final guy who I have a crush on that I don't even know if he likes me. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Just, Justin, just, Justin, I can give him the grill. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll, it's we'll so funny too. You. I don't know. Is everyone else a mess like around their birthdays? Like I'm a fucking mess this week. And you just reevaluate. What have I done past year that I didn't like? What could I have done better? Uh, it's all about these types of things and I'm just evaluating friendships and what adds and what takes away. And for once, God, I wish I learned this a lot younger, but for once I realize that I am enough. I am worthy and I don't want to waste my time with people or things that don't make me feel that way. And I often silence myself to allow others to be there, whether it's a more egotistical musician, person that I dated, or, you know, um, other other friendships get in the way. I just think that we need to treat each other well. And when I think of my friends that treat me well, you guys are who comes to mind. And I can't control who the hell's in your bubble, but I could control that hopefully tomorrow at a distance, we'll see each other and we could celebrate and cheers to this sort of like, Next step of adulting, and prioritize who you want to spend your time with. Honestly, it, it, it's it was so imp- it's so important to uh, maintain you know those meaningful relationships, especially when we're all separated. And uh, yes, yeah, it, it 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 brings everything into perspective. I think one of the biggest takeaways that I can take: we as people, 
we're it's very tumultuous as far as the timing of everything that's going on. There's lots of uncertainty. There's a lot of relationship turmoils. It's stressful working from home, trying to rebalance. There was a whole shift. And then so most everyone is going to have these same types of feelings and emotions that you're feeling. Fortunately, you're really good about talking your way through them and others aren't. So don't be hesitant to like, like what you mentioned, sliding into someone's DM and saying, Hey, you know what? That picture you looked today, you looked very cute. Just wanted you to know that. Hope it makes your day. Maybe that's cheesy, but like, I'm just saying, I, I don't know if I would use that for an example, <laughs> but um, I would say you be confident. You are confident. So that's something that like, I would hope that you always rely on because I, that's what I love about you is because your confidence going in with your little, you know, five foot two stature. Yeah. Um, Go, going into a room and you, you're the tallest person in there. I love that about you. Yeah. Um, because it's the confidence and, and your personality that you also bring to the table that is so infectious. That's why you have Absolutely. the bubble because you're naturally drawn to you. Yeah. Everybody's naturally drawn to you. That's, guys, that's so nice to say. <laughs> I feel like this is like the speeches at Bat Mitzvahs when they go around, say something really nice. <laughs> So after the crazy week that I had with this emotional drainingness and getting to speak to my friends about what's going on behind closed doors during quarantine for them, I realized that the three of us who are all quite social butterflies did the same thing. We all came to the same conclusions during lockdown that all we have at the end of the day is ourselves, And it's this time that we've been granted to reflect on what we have what we don't like about ourselves, what we do like, and this sort of challenge, once we know ourselves better, what we want in a relationship has already changed. You know, right before this, the three of us were all open to anything, whether it's something serious, something not, something playful, one night stand, you know, any of that. We were open to it. And now we're just like, okay, we've reflected. We did our time. Let's give love a chance. Like, if we're going to date someone, we don't need to for a time filler. We could all fill our time on our own. So here we are. Things are starting to open up. I had an amazing birthday where I got to see a handful of my friends in person. It's a crazy concept to me. I can't believe it. It was so hard not to hug them all. Like, even just seeing, like, sadness or excitement in their eyes. I just wanted to embrace everyone and just hold them so so tight and do a little wiggle because that's how I hug I couldn't I'm not there yet but we're getting closer I love who I've chosen to be in my bubble I have exited my father's house so the end is in sight perhaps I still am going to be super cautious if I am to start going on dates it's going to be with someone that I know and I trust not someone I've just met on a dating app I am as I am and open to someone joining in. I'm just going to keep being open-minded, keep one foot in front of the other and doing so with my friends by my side, whether it's in person from six feet apart or it's over the computer. I know they got me and I got them too. Thanks to Gallant Law and Justin Harris for coming on today's episode. Today's episode was produced by Adrian Muhajirin, Kimberly Hackyman, Allison Bruff, and me, Jen Kirsch. 
Lockdown Love is a production of Entertainment One's Podcast Network. You can also follow us on Twitter at LDL underscore podcast and on Instagram at Lockdown Love Podcast. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to Lockdown Love. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.